welcome to the House Must Be Full podcast. I am your host, Melita, and we have a super-sized episode. <laughs> we, we're, we're covering the, uh, the, Disney, the Disney World God. episode, um, House Meets the Mouse. And we have Heather is back. It's a full house right now. I'm sorry house. I said that. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> and Heather, my friend Dave, Firestone, and Sue Firestone are here for the first time. Hey guys. Yay! Welcome to the pod. I feel like uh, you got a double episode, you need double the people to. I think so. I just like loaded it. in because I was like freaking out about how to tackle this two parter, and like I just started freaking out, started inviting people. Like literally, that's what happened. I was like, <laughs> Dave and Sue and Heather. Because <laughs> if anything makes a podcast better, it's more people. Yeah. Right? yeah. That's how it works, right? Just add more people talking so. over each other. <laughs> It's <laughs> perfect. Um, so yeah, like I said, we're covering the Disney Channel, the Disney World episode. I keep saying channel because I feel like this is like the first foray into the merger with ABC and Disney. And I feel like after this, like stuff started snowballing. So I feel, oh yeah, I think about TV and Disney go hand in hand now. But mm-hmm. it's like when they go to Disney World. That makes sense. That's a, oh my God, what a seminal television moment. Do you remember this episode? Like, do you have any, like, do you actually, does it like stick out to you or was it like, or were you just like remembering it as you watched it? When I watched it, I definitely started to remember um, and made me feel like a kid again. <laughs> uh, but I thought, before I watched it, I thought I definitely didn't see this. And then as soon as Michelle rubbed that little lamp, I knew I had seen this. <laughs> <laughs> the magic of Disney, yes, the magic of the lamp, the magic of memory hey Pops, can, you, can you like sit back a little bit and like talk sure. to the mic yeah cool pretend you're uncle jesse and uncle joey that might when i work who's your <laughs> go-to like because like if people, people have like oh pretend you're on the you're on the radio yeah so. on the radio i can't believe yeah. you forgot about what's wait why am i forgetting what the weekend the, the um, rush, hour renegades. rush hour renegades, rush hour, I renegades. rush hour renegades oh my god coming at you um yeah so what do you remember do you remember this episode yes the answer is yes. <laughs> no, I like, I, um, there were so many things that I like truly loved about this episode, especially the fact that like Steve is the voice of Aladdin and they do a bit where like DJ sees Aladdin and thinks it's Steve. And I like at the time knew that Aladdin was Steve and I was like, ha ha ha, like behind the scenes. Like I felt like very cool. For that. I don't think it registered to me that, that Steve was the voice. Like I knew his voice was like, Familiar and like I knew that he sounded like Aladdin, but I know that he was actually Aladdin. I just thought he did a good impression mm. uh, of the voice. Soothing and sensual and comfortable. Yeah. Here's a question for you, Melita, as our resident expert. Is there any point in the show where Steve sings? Because Aladdin, he, has a, he must have a great singing voice. No, they had, a, they had a different singer that does the singing voice of Aladdin. We wondered that when we, we tried it's to It's a different singer that, that does that. Oh, okay. Yeah, he didn't sing. I tried sing. to Google that. No, it's not, it's like it's not Scott. Okay. Okay. It's another guy. <laughs> Very disappointing. That but no, he doesn't sing, though. He doesn't sing in any other... Not that I know that it sticks out. I think if he did sing, they would make a whole thing about it. And it would be like a special episode where Steve sings. <laughs> like when Stephanie and what's-her-name Gia do that, the band i saw the sign yeah <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so do you remember it like as a big commercial or do you remember it as like the regular like just full house episode because i remember i didn't remember it as like being this big disney promo like but it is like a big disney channel commercial oh yeah it totally yeah. is but no at the time i definitely would not have picked that up i feel like that's what's so subversive definitely goes it. over mm-hmm. your head as a child i think good job they did a good job so they were <laughs> like they just slowly yeah. just sunk into they our little maybe our parents saw it but like as like a commercial but maybe like or maybe they didn't 
I feel like, I don't know about you guys, but like uh, TV in terms of my childhood was in lieu of parents. <laughs> so I don't think like my parents, if my parents did spend time watching what we were watching on TV at the time, they would have been like, they would have put a stop to it immediately. Not, not full house, but all of the other shows in yeah. the 90s, like Ren and Stevie. Yeah, that's so true, because I haven't remember, I don't remember watching TV with my mom, I just remember her like hovering over the couch every now and then, seeing what we were watching, but not like sitting down as a family watching. My, my siblings, yeah, but like my mom like would be like doing other stuff. Right. And then yeah. like, would like pop in and see what we were doing. Right, yeah, no, they definitely never said, there was never that like cute moment where we sat down and ate TV dinners and watched a show together. Like, yeah. that was not an experience in my house, really. And if I did watch TV with my mom, it was, like, normally, like, when I couldn't sleep, and she was watching, like, late night, like, um, I don't know, some kind of, like, law TV show or, like, lawyer drama, and I was, like, <laughs> I would just watch it with her because I couldn't sleep, and, like, she was, like, the lights would be down and off, and, like, she would be, like, in her pajamas and, like, trying to make me go to bed. Right. Yeah, that was a hot, like, thing in the 90s, I feel like, law shows. I feel like it was, like, a million, like, parents just watching law shows, like, nonstop. I think that's all they had. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was just Allie McGill running everything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For people who don't know, that's S, that's Law & Order. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Apparently, he's filming, like, he was filming near my old, where my job used to be located at. Like, he started filming a new drama. A new one? In, in Friday, Yeah. Law and Order. It's a new group of letters. It was. I saw it throughout emergency vehicles. Maybe it's a good medical based. That's cool. Thing. I don't know that too. (laughs) Little hospital. All right. So let's get into it. Um, On the cold open, it's Jesse is putting two very awake children to bed. (laughs) Nikki and Alice are very much awake, and um, (laughs) he expects them to be quiet after he puts them down. And then Becky is um, in like a nice little outfit. In the, in the living room and I was like I just noticed her like rocker chic outfit with the mm-hmm. choker yeah. moment the choker. beautiful choker yeah and um, but then like they like have like a little like moment where they're trying to like get intimate but then we cut immediately to Michelle and Stephanie fighting downstairs over chocolates mm-hmm. it's we don't get as much of a sensual moment as one might want between Jesse and Rebecca. No, but what they we, we try to get there. Um, but they're like <laughs> a, a billion people in the house. <laughs> no, so how do you live in the attic? That is a good point because, like, as someone who grew up with a fairly big family, I do wonder like how my parents managed to have more kids. When like they had one, then two. Yeah, that's whatever. But once you get to three, how do you get from three to four with that? How do you have time to get? That's from like the level up part where you like, yeah. If you, like that, yeah, a lot of people have like three kids or less. But like when you get level four, like then you're like it's like a new right. area. Right, yeah. extreme collecting. Yeah. Of children. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's like I mean, especially with my brothers, where everyone was fighting. It was a really loud oh. house. I, I kind of get this whole like they're putting the kids to sleep. They have like three seconds to have a mm-hmm. moment before the family like kicks in the door. The entire family, like they do, they do the Tanner jog in this episode too. So I like that. Love the Tanner jog. Yeah, Stephanie and Michelle are fighting over chocolates. Michelle's reason for not having to eat nuts is because nuts make her gag. Which inappropriate. Yeah. Other things that I was thinking about this, right? <laughs> this is something that I this is a hot take, but it is true. <laughs> um, nut cluster candy over the cherry candy any day of the week. Seriously? Yeah, I agree. Like that uh, for me, that weird synthetic cherry that comes in the side. It's just, I hate cherry flavor. The worst of the box of chocolate. So the idea that anyone would like put the gauntlet down in favor of cherry That's right. That's why you know adults wrote that. Like, <laughs> yeah. No kid. Right. Someone 80 wrote that. <laughs> like, no, like no, the cherry. Someone get a Werther's <laughs> oh caramel God. chew in here right now. <laughs> 
nuts make her gag. Yeah, it's so weird. I just felt, I was like, was this a joke for adults? But it feels on, like not on brand that they put like a gagging joke. But she says that she gags like multiple times in this episode. And I just mm. feel like, were there no... Like what? Were there no adults that realized the connotation? Maybe like, that's it's like for them. Too, Maybe they, they're they too realize. Pure? No, they realized they it. They did it on purpose. Like, because I feel like that's a part of like the fun of making kids shows is like having double layer jokes. Mm. It's like one for the kids and one for the adults. I feel like they knew what was happening. Just like trying to see like if they can get it through. This, but I just, I, it's too inappropriate. Like, I'm uncomfortable with it. Like, even as vulgar as I might be as a human being, <laughs> the idea that Michelle is the one saying that, I'm like Bob Saget. Like, was that his influence? <laughs> Maybe <laughs> because he's a, uh, a vulgar comic <laughs> maybe I but i feel like yes yeah, it's, it's like <laughs> tv execs in the 90s could get away michelle with it for that now we should all be protected on michelle yeah. yeah we should we all should have been at the time <laughs> <laughs> yes. God. um and michelle gets away because michelle is a stunt queen i feel like michelle mm. pulls schemes and little things to get her way and i feel yeah. like she's more i think she's more, just like a lot more clever um than i think people want to realize yeah um and then they talk about michelle asked danny if he wants to marry vicky if he, no, she asked if he loves Vicky. And then they have this episode, this like moment where um, he doesn't know what he wants to do, and like whether or not he should marry, ask her to marry him or not. Um, and then um, Steve says that nothing will stop him if he wants to get married to his love, love of his life. And um, Danny gives <laughs> the glare. Yeah. No, I feel like that is a hard thing for guys to be like, yeah. wait, all these rules apply to women except my daughter or like anyone, which is like just a weird double standard. But Danny's totally playing into it. There's, well, I want to be possessive of this woman and ask her to marry me. But Steve, do not treat my daughter that yeah, way. Yeah, no. Way but also it's like marriage. It's not like he's saying like something sexy or like physical. Yeah, it's just like, it's I want to marry her. No, it's true. I'm like, he's a good guy. I don't know why. Yeah. Danny, we, should, all, we should all be so lucky. We should all be so lucky to have a I Steve. still don't even understand why they broke up. I will ship Steve and DJ forever. Oh. He's he's great. I know they were, they were like on a mountain or something, whatever. That'll up. be another episode. Yeah. But like, I guess they grew apart. I just did air quotes because I don't believe it. Don't Maybe DJ's it. not good enough for Steve. <gasps> it could be that because she's too conservative. For Steve? Steve's yeah. like a free spirit and like he like follows his heart very easily and he has to commit to DJ a lot of stuff. And she's like, I don't know. I don't know. You're definitely, Steve is the chaser where DJ's like, yeah, come and get, because like, yeah. think about like all the things that Steve is willing to do for DJ, which Maybe will come up later which in this episode. Right. Almost, almost spoiler. That was a, that was a professional <laughs> Maybe foreshadowing. foreshadowing hint in lieu of spoiler alert. <laughs> Maybe Steve gets tired of chasing and wants to be chased. He should get with Kimmy. Yeah. Kimmy's a predator. Kimmy's a predator. Kimmy. Kimmy's a predator. That's why I love her. <laughs> yeah, she is a predator again in this episode. <laughs> oh, God, the end. Yeah. <laughs> God. Um, so, yeah. Then we go upstairs and Jesse runs upstairs to Becky. He has good news. Um, before he can answer, she says, you go to Disney World. And there's like a little beat where like this exchange where he says, oh, someone squealed. But then while he's saying that, the camera's on Becky and then the camera shakes too while he's saying that. It looks like it was like a tape, a take that like got cut out, and then he just, they wanted to cut to him, but they didn't, and the camera was just shaking. It just looked mm. like an error to me. Nothing can be perfect all the time, I guess, even Full House. I'm gonna try to like put that on Instagram, that little moment. <laughs> <laughs> so if people can see that, I'm not crazy, but like, <laughs> there's a mistake. Um, no, we just watched it. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> So yeah, like Jesse has a work trip in Disney World, and but it's their anniversary, and they're trying to go to, like, to Disney World as their second honeymoon. 
Um, and then the family can watch Alex and Nikki. But then everyone drops upstairs one by one to say they're all going to Disney World for different reasons. <laughs> Joey arranged to go to Disney World for the works for the radio show to keep going. Um, Danny says um, but they all want to be together. And Kimmy, like Stephanie and Michelle, have school off. Like they all have their reasons, like to go to Disney World together. We, for the moment. Can yeah. we slow down and talk about this scene for a second? Because yeah. we had some, we thought there were some weird kind of inconsistencies in this. Go ahead. Ooh. Yeah. So yes. Becky, Becky finds out on the phone from the manager. Mm-hmm. It seems like she finds out pretty immediately after this decision was made. But all of a sudden, everyone in the house knows about this yes. business trip. And oh, for Becky, they all, the they have all already <laughs> known about it. They all had already planned things surrounding this. But it seems like the decision was made. Like Jesse is surprising Becky with this news. Becky has just gotten off the phone with the manager. It seems like somehow in between those two events, everyone in, else in the house found out about this trip. Maybe they were all listening to the. Maybe they all listened because like there's a. Is it a thing where they like they all listen to phone calls? That's like they true. all eavesdrop. So maybe like in every conversation, someone's does. listening. Because like with my family, like people always know everything without me telling them. Uh huh. So I feel like it's like with them, it's even more intense. Uh, this you're right. You're, I forgot about that whole telephones throughout the house. Yeah. yeah. Cell phones. So definitely thing. they were all maybe they were all listening in. But it was uh-huh. enough time for Joey to arrange for this radio show. Maybe he lied for them to all book vacations on the same flight. Maybe they're all so deluded they lie and <laughs> say they all have it, but they're gonna scramble and fix it in the back end. But they're, they're lying and say, oh, it's all arranged, it's all planned okay. out, it's gonna work out. But then like Ooh, they are like okay. scrambling to like make it all work out in the so background. we spent a lot of time thinking about this obviously yeah and so like we came to the conclusion that either jesse let them know before his own wife which <gasps> is pretty terrible it's or or somehow this just seems inconsistent that they would know immediately before and unless we didn't think about the whole spying clandestine phone listening i think it works on this, the whole point of this podcast i feel like it works on different levels where i feel like for the show like the writers are like were inconsistent they just like kind of scrambled it together mm-hmm. as like it's like bad it was a mistake with the writing but also for the second layer for like the house being toxic and mm-hmm. haunted level yeah. that's where it like we might have to do a whole it. segment yeah. we had we yeah. took like a like uh, we watched one whole watch where we just took notes with your idea of the house do you have any notes on that for oh, this part? Oh, oh please, yes. Please this tell well, me. This was part of, you will like give you a few different weird things that we notice, inconsistencies or weird things in the episode and like our best evidence. And because you have so much more background knowledge, we wanted to run them through and you could be like, well, that this is consistent. This is not consistent. Okay. But this is a big one to us that all of a sudden everybody else knew about this trip to Florida before Becky, who seems to have just gotten off the phone with the manager moments before. So it makes you think, why would they, why would they be in, in it and not Becky? Like, what's, what's their, like, affiliation together? Like, why is she not included in this whole thing? Yeah. And so our overarching, can I? Yes. You, you may. <laughs> um, our overarching theory is that no one actually leaves the house in this episode. Shut the <gasps> front door. What? <laughs> yes. Yeah, like we, like in my mind, they're all like sitting in different parts of the house, like with a little bit of drool coming out of their mouth, having some <laughs> kind of like hallucination. Hallucination. Yeah. I'm into that. Okay, oh we'll God. talk. We'll go. We'll, we should run through the episode, and then I have. We'll, we'll it's go. It's like clockwork orange kind of thing. It's like a clockwork. Yeah. Yes. It's like a pod people. Shit. Oh my god, I'm into that. I'm into that. You're into that, okay. Yeah. Good. Explain the finances. <laughs> yeah, well, how can they all afford last minute for our entire family? Okay. Oh, that is definitely in our notes. Definitely, we were like talking about how expensive last moment Florida trip. Yeah. And then we assume Danny's rich, but he's like, I won't pay for Kimmy. Jesse, Jesse, we're going to Florida. 
No, you're not. Yes, we are. It's a school vacation next week, and Wake Up San Francisco's in reruns. So Dad's taking all of us down. No, he's not. Yes, yes he is. is. Yeah. Thanks, Mr. T. You know, Kimmy, as much as we love spending every waking hour with you, I'm afraid the Tanner family budget's already a little tight. Oh, no problem. My folks have a standing offer. They'll pay for any vacation I take, as long as it's without them and I stay over on a Saturday night. <laughs> I get the window seat on the plane. But I mean, like, he has though. an agenda, an anti-Kimmy agenda. Yeah, Kimmy gets to go because her family hates her. They say she can go wherever she wants with whoever she wants. Cause I mean, it's like, but or do her parents just like have a healthy love life? And they're like, yeah, you know what? Like Kimmy's a teenager. She can go out on her own. Like, I feel like there's like references made to Kimmy's parents relationship sometimes. I'm sure they're very like free love kind of family. Yeah, maybe they're yeah. just like, yeah, Kimmy be free just like we are. Does Kimmy have other siblings? She has have? a brother. I think she has two brothers. If at least one brother, maybe two. Because to me, grow, I grew up in a in a large family. I have three younger brothers, and so my parents were all about other people raising us when possible. <laughs> so like, they would totally be like, oh. Like, your friend's family is going to feed you? They're going to take you for a week? No, please go do that. Like, that is one less mouth to feed in this house. Yeah. That is one less screaming child in this house. So I feel like the bigger the family, the more likely they are to be like, oh, yeah, you found someone who will feed you? Go. Because I, I, yeah, I heard the re- they referenced the Tanner's fridge multiple times in the series where mm. I they have a, a great stocked fridge all the time. So maybe they're like, Kimmy's like going to get fed no matter what. Just go there. Yeah. Right. I, 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 so, okay. Polio sh- string cheese brings the kids. Oh, yes, it does. It would bring me right now. Yeah, like, the band, like any house that has polio string cheese is the great. house. I all forgot the kids about go. that. <laughs> the frozen ice pops, the ones that like come oh. in liquid and then get frozen. Yep. My and parents did not want to purchase the, the ice pops. Like, that's like a. The worst is like when you like, you want one, but like they're not frozen yet. So you have to like <gasps> feel like how, like how frozen can you, where you allow yourself to eat it? Yes. Like if it's like mm-hmm. kind of like halfway frozen, where you like. Oh up to take it soon. Now it's like a Netflix thing. But are you still here waiting for these to freeze? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I think it's good though to let like a parent, like multiple people, raise your children. I feel like but like go to Disney World. Disney World's expensive though. Oh my yeah, goodness. but then they, they're willing to pay for Disney World if like she'll go with someone else. <laughs> point because then they don't have to go they can do their free love they can like have a weekend where they're like let's try pegging or like whatever like, <laughs> i don't know i don't know why that was the first thing that came to my mind I think I was the that is definitely episode. what kimmy's parents are doing when but like maybe kimmy's parents are just like wild and they just have a space yeah <laughs> sorry so like brought that Maybe so we go from the Tanner household while the Tanner, like, we have two houses now. We can use every room in two houses. <laughs> They're gone. <laughs> like, great. Thanks for telling us. Thanks for shipping us off, Kimmy. We have everything out the whole house. Yeah. Week. Good yeah. to know. <laughs> <laughs> Did you do any Tanner cosplay? Okay, I'm done. You never done. Oh, my God. Suit. That's a good one, though. That would be a great one. That would be Someone's, really- like, obsessive. And like- <laughs> So then we, God, we go from that to Dancing World. And I, I have a question for you. Do you know when this murder happened? Um, okay, it was like in discussion when this was filmed. It hadn't officially happened, but from I forget what year it officially happened. Um, ooh, this was ninety three. I think the merger in my head. I'm thinking it was like closer to ninety six, but like it was around everything. Was Maybe like, they were talking. I'm sure they yeah, were talking. Yeah, it was about under it discussion. Then. I think, and then like ABC and Disney had had a relationship. Maybe this was an audition for ABC. This was an audition for ABC and Disney to like see if it would work out. 
Yeah, I, they, they I like, like. I feel like ABC, the Disney gave ABC like a package of B roll to like use an episode. They're like, okay, what can you do with this? That's your yeah. like selling point. And then, like, I think it, it was like, like a show. sweet in the pot kind of thing, yeah. and it was like a way. Like one article I was reading was suggesting that like it was a way to get funds to do like on location shooting because like. Disney, you know, there's like a great synergy moment because like it was hard for shows to get funds to to tape like on location. So this was a way to like make it happen. It's like half. It's like five locations and some B-roll for this episode. <laughs> yeah. But even that I feel like was like a huge stretch. I would imagine to like you know? get Disney to let you use their locations would be outrageously expensive. Yeah. Because Disney is a huge corporate. Like it's one thing to shoot in a public location and a whole another thing to shoot at Disneyland and World, right? Did they shoot at both or mostly Disneyland? It's Disney World. This? Yeah, it's Disney World. No, you're fine. Dave has a good, has a booming bass voice. <laughs> but I, I think like um, from the stuff I was looking at before, Full House had a one like they there was an audience of like 27 million people so disney wow. was like into the idea of being able to market like today like I thought, oh, there was one article i was reading that was surveying like shows that went to disney world and like blackish is like a popular oh, yeah. show and that audience is like seven million people just because the media landscape has changed so right. much so like that was a really hot way for disney like i feel like it was like a thing where they like mutually agreed upon it we're pushing certain things like I feel like even I forgot to check this like Snow White got re-released on VHS at some point in the 90s mm-hmm. oh, even wow. thinking yeah, about what parts of Disney they feature I feel like they're trying to compete with SeaWorld they're sho- like showcasing like aquarium-y stuff which also happened on Boy Meets that World. was SeaWorld? No, no, no. But, like, SeaWorld is, like, a competitor to Disney World. Because oh, Disney okay. started, like, they had, like, Magic Kingdom. And so by featuring the aquarium so much, it's like, hey, if you were, like, really looking for a SeaWorld-type experience, <laughs> you don't have to go there. Like, come to oh, us. Uh, oh, okay. Free and, and we'll, free yeah, free you'll get Mickey. You'll get, like, oh. that basic tea party. And you'll get sharks and fish. And Uncle Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> so then we're all of a sudden at Disney World and we're all they walk out of the hotel and they're all like wearing their like nice cl- everyone looks great in this episode mm. yes. they're wearing great sunglasses almost everyone who's not oh Joey we, we should we would be remiss if we did not talk about <laughs> Joey's outfit in this I have so many notes on Joey's outfit in this alright let's hold out to the bathroom alright so they're at Disney World they're all meeting before Danny has his old Danny tenor tenor Clipboard of fun moment. Um, so organized. Yeah, do we have notes about that moment? That's how my dad was when we went to Disney World. Really? And he had a specific agenda. He was like very like dogmatic about it, and I was like, I was like a surly teen. So I feel like I mean, you, we were going to talk about experiences in Disney World, but like that was just like. My dad definitely had, like, a strong agenda. It was, like, very flustered if we were, like, off of the agenda. And, like, obviously, Tanner Family Clipboard of Family Fun from the Hawaii episode, I feel like it, it, like, has this subtle reappearance here. But then they reject it. He learned his lesson, I guess. Maybe. From the I mean, Hawaii it's, like, years episode. later. But, like, <laughs> yeah, he's, like, because he's not trying to follow the Tanner Clipboard Because I know, like, as soon as they come out... Donald and um, what's his face are there waiting for them, and they have like a. They spend a lot of time with those two characters alone, yeah. with no one else there with them. That is weird. And Michelle's like talking. Michelle's having a great time right off the bat. <laughs> yeah, and it starts treating the characters as if they're only character, like they're really the characters. They're not <laughs> actors in suits. 
That's such a that's a good point. I feel like as a kid, like, do you think that that's the per like if you're I didn't go to Disney World as like a real child. Yeah, I don't know. I guess kids are think those are real cartoon. But in this episode, the adults treat the right, characters the like they're real. <laughs> yes, Joey's very starstruck and flustered. Right. Like Becky has like a full on conversation with characters. There's <laughs> yeah. no children. Yeah. There's no children anywhere to be seen. But she's like, "Hey, fellas." Let's talk as if... Yeah, we're... they're all delusional. DJ's yeah. delusional about the characters and who they are. Like, they're all, like, kind of, like, inappropriately enthralled and, like, take, taking, like, ta- yeah. latching on these characters. Right. Um, yeah, and I noted, like, in this scene, one of the twins is asleep the entire time. Like, he's, like, on... Becky, <laughs> the one that Becky's holding is asleep the entire time. Oh, my God. I didn't yeah. notice yeah. that. I didn't yeah. notice that. It was cute. It was really cute. Um, they all throw Danny's um, agenda into the trash can as they walk away, which I know that they didn't recycle... <sighs> It's like they're like it's a good piece of paper. They just like throw it in a trash can. This is 1994. We didn't recycle. We make more trash. There's well, there's a whole recycle reuse for you. It was like uh, on the because uh, Captain Planet was very much in that's black. true. That's yeah. true. Yeah. So I think, but it was like it was like okay, let's cut these soda rings. You know what I mean? So the sea turtles can get in it. We're not all the way there yet with everything. But but we're like getting there. His itinerary in the trash. Maybe they sort the recycling. Like some no. corporate. They make someone. Yeah, they make a character in their uniform. Yeah. Oh, their trash. There overnight. As if the labor isn't exploited enough. Yeah. <laughs> My hands are bleeding. Like keep sorting. <laughs> keep snorting. Snap. Keep sorting. Snap. Oh my god, Charity had to be made to those dwarves. Like then, can you even call like dwar- now? I'm like dwarves. That's like offensive. Probably like yeah. dwarves is not. I feel like you say like, not like a, dwarfism or like different. Dwarves is better than midget though. So you oh, can't yeah. say. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah, but the characters are in this case at least normal sized. <laughs> they're just like real people. They're super. Yeah. They're not. They're not small. They're just yeah. characters, large characters playing small characters. God, the more you go into the Disney oeuvre, oeuvre, <laughs> it's like it's just like layers of. Like I hadn't even thought about. It. I was like, oh yeah, wait, dwarves. That's like probably also shitty and problematic. Just like every, sorry, everything's problematic. I'm like the class. That could be another podcast. Everything's problematic. Yeah, uh, there you go. It's true. Just be me being heavy-handed. That's so this like this schedule made me think about. Or like want to ask you guys about like what your Disney World experiences was because I didn't go to Disney World like my whole family went individually like we all went by one, one by one but I never got to go <laughs> uh, so my whole family I've never been to Disney World still to this day no still to this day like should I go should you get tell me your experiences absolutely not have a honeymoon there no god I don't hate <laughs> myself people do that adults absolutely I, know I have a friend I'll not name them and shame them on this podcast <laughs> But they absolutely, without children, as adults, in their 30s, had their honeymoon at Disney. I would vacation there, like go visit, because I want to see what the deal is. Maybe I have kids, maybe I won't have kids with kids. I, like, haven't gone there as, like, a 17-year-old. I was not into it, because I hadn't gone as, like, a youth. Like, so I was only going there as someone who was about to go to college and move to New York. And, and you I were saying, get the like, fuck out of my town. You like, were horned up like DJ was. Yes, so I, like, I was <laughs> horned up like DJ was. I was like, I've never kissed someone. I've never hooked up with anyone. Like, I'm, like, ready to go. I don't want to be on vacation with my family. Like, I want to get out there and, like, get to NYU and, like, have terrible sexual experiences. <laughs> That's what happens when you move to New York. <laughs> 
<laughs> Warning. <laughs> Warning. You don't come here, guys. It's just going to be, yeah, the dating pool, if you're a lady, you're going to have to date some real mediocre people. I have it's stories. That's not. Well, yeah. Like, that's, that's, a, that's, a, whole, that's a whole that's other a different thing. Podcast. That's a different but Yeah, podcast. I was like not, I was not feeling it because I was just like, oh, like, this is kids stuff. I want to be out there in, like, the real world. So I feel like if you go as an adult, you have to go with a child and experience the magic with them because I feel like it's not, just go somewhere that's actually cool as an adult. Yeah. Don't go to Disney World. It's like $18 margaritas. The girl right. I was talking to whose mom worked there was like, oh, like the only reason that I go is that like my mom works there and instead of paying $18 for margarita, I get the staff discount. She's like, all the food is shitty. Like even the nice food. She's like, you can't, it's not worth paying that much money. Like we no. live in New York. Like you can get. Yeah. Or any major city. Not to be New York elitist, like no, has better sushi than the Disney sushi place. New Orleans, <laughs> New Orleans is the Disney for adults. Like I feel like if oh. I if you're like, should I go to Disney? You'd be like, no, you should go to New Orleans because it's fun. <laughs> Disney Disney is fun for children, I suppose, but no, I would feel like uh. there's or like I guess some people would say Vegas, but for me, I would a million times rather go to New Orleans than ever go to Vegas again. That yeah. sounds like really good advice. Yeah. I've never been to skip, New Orleans. As an adult, skip Disney, go to New Orleans. But I do have lots of good Disney stories because, as I said, I came from a really big family. So for me, it start, Disney started, I started going when I was young, but I we kept going for my younger brothers when I was like 17. Are you serious? Oh, right. So you have to keep going. Your parents were nice yeah. enough to go multiple times. Well, I will say this. Um, my grandparents lived about an hour outside of Disney, as oh. all good Jews do as they get older. They did that <laughs> yeah. thing where they moved from um, brand. Brooklyn or Queens, in this case mm-hmm. Queens, and they were like, Oh, the weather. So they had to move to Florida <laughs> when they hit their mid to late 60s. So we had like, it wasn't just about going to Disney. It was about going to see, we would see like my grandparents for three or four days. And then we would spend three or four days at a timeshare. You got to have a timeshare. <gasps> and we would go to the timeshare at Disney. Oh. At Disney? Like right at, not, no, not in not Disney. Disney. I mean, yeah. Ooh, like that's a good hat. Outside of Disney. Oh, it wasn't a good hat. It was... <laughs> Have you ever been to like the outside area of Orlando? I don't think I have. Ooh, Corbin yeah. sucks. My yeah. sister lives there. Yeah. But it sucks. Right. It wasn't like swanky. Uh. It was very much. <laughs> it was Florida. But so like, um, I remember like very specific stories. So like I have my second brother, Josh, and I went before we had three and four. I guess I should name them as humans. <laughs> Numbers. I, my brothers, Adam and Dan, the younger two. And so like. We went down there in in the 90s, and I remember very vividly at the time we were really into Davy Crockett, which is very problematic. And so, oh, yeah. Is it? Yeah, I don't, yeah, what's, yeah. The, what's the story behind Davy Crockett? Davy Crockett was just like this American frontiersman, but the yeah, subcontext is like, you know, they were... Oh, taking over stuff? Yeah, they he were taking over. They were fighting American the American folklore Alamo. that existed pre-Disney. Right. He was a real person. He was a real person. But like, yeah, more, we more colonial at, bullshit. Right. You look at it in a modern eye, and it's not exactly how we were looking at it at the time but we were like really into Davy Crockett so we went to Disney we were really into (laughs) Manifest Destiny (laughs) (laughs) so my brother and I we got these um raccoon skin hats at Disney those hats are kind of fun though (laughs) so as an adult I'm thinking these can't be real raccoon skin right but if you remember back to the 90s, do you remember when there was like that craze of um, Lucky Rabbit's Feet in the 90s? Yeah. Did you have those too? Those were like real damn rabbit's feet. Like, they were? Yeah, they were totally real. Like I remember like 
thinking, wow, like this is yeah, not synthetic. Yeah, I remember synthetic. feeling the pony. I didn't know they were. <gasps> they were real. So I'm thinking, were these? Oh shit! Yeah, were these actual hats made out of raccoon? Probably not, because that would be more. Do you have a collection of rabbit's feet that you're? No, but I think I have, have like them? one. Like you do. <gasps> I'm sure I, I think I had like take oh, it. Rabbit's like foot. I don't have it here. I don't, Sage it and like ask for forgiveness. Yeah, go <laughs> home and see if it's real. I think they're real. They, the ones that we I were getting in Jersey like, were just real. A, just to be clear, I don't have one. Like <laughs> I feel like I probably had one. As, I feel like I had one as a youth. <gasps> Me too. Gagged. I had more than one, which is disgusting. You have a collection? <laughs> yeah. I don't know yeah, if I had a collection, but I definitely had more what than one. What colors were they? Uh, red, which is not even Oh, natural. red? Red, like bright, oh, bright, dyed, dyed yeah. red. Oh, well, I don't know rabbits, but Oof. I feel like the rabbit trade. I don't know. <gasps> yeah. So anyway, these these raccoon skin hats, we both were like running around <laughs> Disney with them. Like I In the summer? Um, yeah, it was the summer. Was it sure. hot? Yeah. I don't remember. Oh, you don't care? Probably but it must have been because it was Florida. Yeah, absolutely. Florida's like sweating humid. Yeah, into these raccoons. Florida's like smell awful. Yeah. And so we go on like some some crazy log flume. And I remember log that. Flumes are dope. Like, I guess a gust of wind took my brother's raccoon skin hat off and into the water and he couldn't get it back. So on, on the outside, like, he's like inconsolable, just like crying. He's like, my hat. And my parents are like, like, if you will stop crying, we will get you another hat. But he did that thing that kids do where, like, he had a long, like, he had developed a relationship oh. with this hat oh. that was, like, deep and could not be replaced by some other <laughs> No, like, it's unacceptable to have a different hat. It has to be that hat. And they were, so, like, he was just, like, crying and screaming through Disney. There's no happy ending to the story. That is the ending <laughs> oh of the story. God. Is that the, he never got his hat back. I'm sure, like, we, I, like, shared his hat. I'm sure oh they made God. me share my, the last oh remaining Davy Crockett hat. But, um... Jeez. That sounds horrible for your parents. That's a nightmare for a parent to have, like, a screaming kid the yes. entire time. Oh, you want to hear Disney nightmares for my parents. Story two. Okay. <laughs> so, this is, like, a legendary story in my house. Now we have a full, like, group of kids. There's, like, four of us now. And so, we're at Disney... And I guess Disney is experimenting as they do with new refrigeration technology. <laughs> so they have these, um, what do you call it? Uh, that like, um, that super cold uh, ice, liquid nitrogen, oh. like contained ice cream in a box. And my, so we all get these ice pops. So my dad buys one. And he goes to put his tongue on it, and his tongue adheres to it like, <gasps> like in a Christmas story what? when the kid puts his tongue on the pole, like adheres to it like super glue. So he's like, help me. Like his tongue is out. And my mom is just laughing. She's laughing. She's like laughing oh up and down. God. She's laughing from Epcot to Fantasy Island to all the parts of Disney into Universal. She's laughing so hard at him. And Wait, she, like he's walking around with it stuck for like, enu like enough like a fifth, time to get from like place to place? All right, maybe a little hyperbole, but he, this is like a, 10 minutes in. He's, it's still- I would be in a blind panic. How old was I? Probably 15 or 16. Okay, so you didn't care. So I'm laughing too. Oh, you're laughing. We're all laughing. God, so, your dad. I'm poor so dad. <gasps> so my mom is like, oh, I got a good idea. We'll take Capri Sun. This is very 90s. You could tell there's <laughs> Capri Sun involved. She's like, we're going to take, this is not the new organic Capri Sun. This is like acid Is there Capri an organic Sun. Capri Sun now? Yes, there is. What? So she I takes the Capri it. Sun and she's pouring it on his <laughs> tongue, trying time. to get this ice pop to, you know, come off of his tongue. But 
this is another Michelle Firestone life hack. She always froze Capri Sun, so during the day it would unfreeze and be refreshing. So it's, that's a life so hack. it's too cold, so it's not working. In fact, it's just getting worse. He's like bleeding at this point. Sun, too. Like how, <laughs> two things on his tongue now. He's bleeding at this point. Like now, like people are gathering around, like it's a performance art show. Oh <laughs> like everyone's like, how long is this gonna last? But to his credit, he found like a water fountain. That, as you said, Florida, summer, the water was, oh, like, yeah. lukewarm. And he was able to eventually get this ice pop off of his tongue. Oh, my God. But we still talk about this to this day. Like, it's one of the funniest things that ever oh, happened in anyone's God. life. It's not. It's terrible. My father was in excruciating pain. But, you know, it was still it makes me laugh. No, I don't think so. Question. Oh, it hurt. Yeah, he was bleeding. Was Did blood. you go back after that happened? Oh, many times. Why? You're probably <laughs> I feel like there was in in New Jersey at the time there was like this like uh, Disney shaming thing going on where they like, didn't did you go? take the kids to Disney. Oh, you're oh I see oh. that you're loving parents. You come home, you do homework with your kids. That's very Jersey. That's so on brand for like middle class New Jersey. It was very middle class New Jersey. <laughs> Sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, God. like oh you love your kids. That's fine, but did you take them to Disney? <laughs> Jesus. So like, my, my mom was like, a neglectful person because like she didn't take me to Disney. She like. It's better for y'all. Just went. They all just went on their own, like with the group, like like school trip, basically, or like uh, after school, like group trip to Disney. How far is Disney from where you grew up? I'm from Alabama, so right. not that far. Like right. maybe that's, meant like. But I wonder three if that's hours, part of the difference because it's, like it shows in New Jersey. Uh, it shows driven. like your grandiose. Sure they Right. Yeah. Like, it's not a big deal. It shows your grandiose that you could afford to take kids on a flight, like, at that mm-hmm. time and go to Disney. Like, that was, it was, like, a socioeconomic thing. It was, like, getting in a car and driving. See, your parents literally tortured themselves. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Every family torture. trip, I think, was m- my dad would, like, like, scream every family trip. This is the last family trip we're going on. Oh, but my we would, God. My mom would always drama. Drama. Always it's drama. stressful. Which brings me to my last story. <gasps> <laughs> 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 so now I'm like full on almost voting adult. I'm like 17. And for two years when I was 17, I was a vegetarian. That will come back around at the end of this story. <laughs> so at this point, my I, I'm 17, but my younger brothers are still like 10 and 9. So the magic is still real for them. Oh, yeah. But I'm like cynical teenager. I'm like, no, no, no. You're like DJ. Yeah. I'm like DJ. I'm like, Disney's just waiting on lines. And then you right. like spend five seconds on a ride. And then you go wait on another line. Yeah. So I'm like not into it don't want to go and my parents like so two days before we go I get violently ill I'm like throwing up like very very sick but my parents think that it's a stunt so they're like, this is not true. You're trying to get out of a Disney trip, which is very on brand. Sounds like my mom. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah, they were like, uh, you're 17. You're listening to Fish and Grateful Dead. Like, you're clearly <laughs> just trying to get this house to yourself. Like, the Lush and Friends is on tour. I'm like, right, oh. right. So like, you just want this house to yourself when we go to Disney. So no, you're going to Disney. And I'm like, literally actually throwing up. Like, I wasn't lying. So Parents are weird like that, where they like, they see you like, because I had the same thing where I was throwing up sick. My mom's like, you're faking. I was like, yeah. well, how? What? I'm seven. How, how would I think to fake this throw up? <laughs> I'm not as clever as Michelle or Stephanie. I yeah. couldn't have made this up. Diabolically <laughs> throwing up. Okay, go ahead. So, um... <laughs> So they make me go. They, the, the, the end of this is they force me on a plane on a small tube of oh. shared air for two and a half hours with my brothers and everyone else. So the minute we get down there, my brothers are like, I'm not feeling well. Like the second. And so and then one of my other brothers is like, oh, you know, what? I'm not feeling well either. Oh. So we get off the plane 
we get into the rental minivan and we're driving back to the hotel and it, it just begins. Like <laughs> one brother starts vomiting. Oh! Followed at this point I'm perfectly healthy because I've gotten it out of my system oh in the last two days. And like so brother one, the youngest brother, the younger you are, the more like you are susceptible you are to this. Oh. He starts throwing up. And then brother two. You just, can't not throw up if someone's throwing up around you it's so hard to And in a minivan. Right. Ah! So, oh my god, sorry. So brother three starts throwing up. Oh. So now we're three of four brothers throwing up. In this tiny minivan, my dad's driving, and uh, and then my mother starts getting sick. So now we're yeah. we're four of six getting sick. We get back to the timeshare. They drop it off. They, my dad drops everyone off, and my dad's like, Dave, like I'm super sorry, but you're gonna have to help me clean this minivan. So uh, so we clean this minivan, which was just like horrendous. Just like because you were well enough at this point. I was uh, miraculous recovery. I was fine. So. Uh, <laughs> It was like a 24-hour bug, so I was throwing up for like a day or two, and then I was okay. And so, like, we clean it out, and like everyone else is like so sick that they're like, it's dinner time, but they're like, we're we're not hungry. So my dad is like, okay, we're gonna drive around Orlando, looking <gasps> just you and I, because no one else wants to eat, looking for food. And so after cleaning up this minivan with him, the only thing, of course, at this time I was a vegetarian and. Even New Jersey and New York was hard to get vegetarian food, but you can yeah. imagine Orlando in like 1998. Oh He's like, God. so your options are just the bread and salad from a McDonald's thing or just the fries. So basically it was a nightmare. We still talk about that too. And it's referred to as the, the Vomit Comet episode. <laughs> that's what we named the minivan. We named it the Vomit Comet. And we'll still like on occasion talk about the fact that like my parents were like so sure that I was lying that they were willing to risk this like episode this pandemic episode where everyone's throwing up in a minivan it was oh terrible God. and I didn't want to go to begin with did they recover like enough to enjoy to yes but they never got minutes? another minivan again no I'm just kidding they, <laughs> they had like a series of minivans after that my family like if one thing if, if nothing else we have like a good dark sense of humor so like if you're Fine. You should like write a book or like have like a podcast where you just like encounter like recount every Disney episode. I will say this. So like now I'm like working with kids and uh, I get to see like the latest fashion in Bed Stuy amongst kids and I'm like amazed how like we used to rip on my dad for be having no fashion sense. Like, and now I realize my dad was dressing so dope in 1990 that we just like the big, big aviators. Oh yeah. The high socks, the fanny pack. Like this is I love the ugly sneakers. The ugly sneakers. This is like my dad was secretly a dope boy before. Like he was like (laughs) really cool before anyone realized that that was the way to dress. It's so weird how much has like come back and yeah. how it's like oh man like I'm going to my mom's closet yeah we're talking about this entire episode how everyone was dressed so great in this episode like, except for even, Joey yeah except for Joey Joey well I, if you're not watching this episode while you're listening to this podcast Joey straight up is wearing the strangest he's wearing a blazer with shorts and boots so like an ace khaki shorts see, like, boots weird, and like a yeah. like striped polo like it looked like a heavy polo too like yeah. a like a very like Materially, yeah, hello, with a blazer in Florida, and he's going yeah. to meet his like animator friend. So I'm maybe trying to impress the blazer is to be. Business, I think he got like, dressed in a panic. We we're like, I have to impress my friend. I have to like wear this yeah. blazer, but he's like, oh, it's hot. I'm putting on these shorts. And he's like, <laughs> I'm gonna be walking around a lot. 
boots. <laughs> yeah, it was a. It's an odd, odd mix. Only like a mo- a modern lady in Brooklyn could wear the outfit. And right. Make it and a very specific kind of modern lady. A yeah. certain yes. Like a certain lady not gonna work on, right. on this body, but. Certain ladies could pull that off. All right, let's blaze through this. Okay, they. I noted like when they they break off into groups and like the girls break out to their own group and they they say wow oh my god at some benches like I looked at the part they were say oh my god wow it's benches <laughs> it's just a little part a little seating area basically there's nothing else it wasn't like the 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 castle was the castle wasn't behind them it was like a bench and so a street right behind us oh wow and it's like a seating area that's what I saw um we are well, they all run over to the Aladdin um set up where they're mm-hmm. like the um the guy is giving three like a someone the time would have would delay it and then sorry what? I'm just I'm I'm just mad about Aladdin still. Okay. Just about the colonial it's just the Orientalist overtones of Latin. It's problematic. That's a the theme. Like everything in I Disney can't is problematic. Mad about pre, it. Yeah, That's a podcast in itself. Yeah, no. Like, yeah. oh, Disney, oh, Disno. That would be the name of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then um, they DJ sees Steve for the first time as Aladdin, which is cheeky because Scott Winger plays voices Aladdin which in real life before this came out. Which is pretty. Aladdin. I mean, Aladdin oh. is a huge part of the '90s just in itself. Yeah. I feel like the songs of Aladdin, in a lot of ways, are like the songs we grew up with. I had a recorder playbook where I like played the, the recorder to Aladdin song. Like they had the like no songs, <laughs> so I was like playing recorder, like jamming. Oh so my god. <laughs> That's better than hot cross buns. That's all I got on. I got hot cross buns. Like that was like great. That was a great jam. <laughs> oh yeah, we all, banger, we all but we you all know. All right, there's no line. So Michelle, right? We gets next. Like they had the whole thing about like Stephanie should have been there. Michelle is there's no line, and Michelle's the youngest in the entire crowd. So I was like, of course she should go. Yeah, more more biased towards the youngest as an oldest child. Very resentful. As yeah, I'm very resentful child, of Michelle. Extremely resentful. You always have to go wherever the youngest. I know there are people here who are the youngest kids. They're rolling hey. their eyes. Yeah, so same. Hard. <laughs> I was like, it's not my fault. Like I said what I wanted. People gave it to me. So. No, I, I know that. Great, story that very sounds well. great for you. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> How great that was. That's not my been. experience growing up. <laughs> So you were like a young child of, uh, like your brothers are way older than you. What was that like for you when you were going on family trips? Like I was, the the age discrepancy is so great that I was going on vacations alone with my parents or with my stepbrother. That sounds magical. Yeah. Yeah. Like I can't remember any vacations where I was like with my older brothers. They got to do their own thing. Did they care that you went or you guys go alone on set? I don't think so. I think they How much they older? got to were they? So uh, that's a good question. Um, they're in their forties. I'm thirty one. Nice. So, okay. Great. So, oh, yes. so they got to like yeah. yeah. So they got to basically stay home and have the house. So they're not going to complain oh, about that. They're, you know, like, they're having a great time. <laughs> like, yeah, my yeah. parents were too smart for that. Yeah, like, like that is not. Like, happening. I remember hearing stories about we would go on vacation and one year my brothers had like the hugest party and had like twenty guys peeing off the balcony and it almost collapsed because it was like not in the shape for that many people to really be standing on there so it was like this riggedy balcony Oh Um, and like the neighbors let us know that (laughs) (laughs) wait you got a call from the neighbors while you're on vacation no it was like when we got back well you would have seen it yeah it was like it held up no one died (laughs) 
Damn. How many brothers was it? Two. Two? Yeah. So they're like living their lives and you get to basically be yeah, they were, a child. They were having a good time. <laughs> Wait, did you go to Disney alone with your parents? I must have. I don't really... The only Disney trip I really remember is when I was... I must have been like 13 and then my stepbrother uh, was in the picture at that time and he's a year older. But we went when it was like the coldest time in Florida and we had no winter type clothes because you're going to Florida. Like it was oh, the yeah. winter, but we went to like escape the cold and then we were like just shivering oh. on all the lines and it was like not a good time. I don't, that's the only Disney thing I remember. I can't... I feel like it's like you build it up like because of episodes like this you build it up in your life like for me I've like really built it up but I, it's like no I mean like, there's a lot that's just like yeah like waiting in long lines it's not necessarily going to be that you know magical I feel like it's okay that you didn't go it is fine. I, don't, okay. I literally don't care <laughs> I don't want you to feel you did not miss much no. <laughs> so then Michelle gets to go and rub the genie. Uh, who's next? Who's next? I am. No, I am. No, I am. No, I am. I am. I'm the girl. Just let her go. She's just a little kid. Yeah. And Chucky is just a doll. <laughs> Come on, people are waiting. Fine. Go ahead, Michelle. And get your way again. Thank you. <laughs> Congratulations. You are princess for the day. I am? Holy moly! Hey, Blondie. That was supposed to be your turn. Really? I didn't notice. All hail our princess for the day! And remember, you have three wishes. And she, like, the, my favorite thing about this scene is that the genie pops up in, like, five seconds. But, like, you right. know, in the background, it was, like, 30 guys, <laughs> like, slowly cranking this yeah. thing. It took, like, an hour to get it up. Yeah. <laughs> well, so it's like, a five second, oh, it disappeared. Like, no, it was, like, a bunch of, like, um, oh, my God. And why does she get to rub longer than any other person that, that went up there? She oh. was there for so long. But I think that, no, maybe, maybe that's the thing, though. Maybe you should have dated for longer. Because the other kids like, true. oh, like, let me just, like, touch it and go. Yeah. So I probably, like, scared, like, scared. Non-actors. She's like, you gotta milk it. She was like, if I had a phone that was a mobile phone, I'd be taking a selfie right yeah, now. She's, she's, like, that, she's like thinking that many steps ahead. Yeah. <laughs> and then so she's the princess for the day, and she gets three wishes. And her first wish is for peace. And Kimmy rightfully says, boring. Yeah. And for so sure. Respect, respect. For yeah, that. it is boring. I just like, sir. No, I was like, what can you do at this park for a day? <laughs> and so she wishes for um, to not have to wait in line. It's her first wish. So she gets to have the ideal Disney experience throughout. Like, it's like the episode is structured such that they can deliver the perfect commercial because 
Like, she doesn't have to wait in line. She gets people catering to her. I didn't oh. dig into this, but, like, they have a Disney princess for a day. It's a real thing. Like, you can, like, it pay is? what you pay for it to be a, a princess for a day. Uh, it's you like a pay random for thing. it? Yeah. What? Yeah. yeah, we looked that so up. So, only the wealthy get to be princesses. Yes. I guess in real life only. Life. Yeah, yeah. Makes sense. That's capital. It's on. Do you want to talk about, like, if we have our yeah, own wishes? Yeah, I'm curious about what your three wishes would be. So, we talked we talked about this, and we, we interpret it two different ways. So one is, if you were a child at Disney and you won this kind of contest, what would your wishes have been? And then the other was, if you were an adult, yeah. like right now, what my wishes would be. Which would you like to hear first, Melita? <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear your child Okay. First. Do you want to start, sir, or do you want me to go first? You can start. Okay, so a la Michelle, no lines. If sure. you've been to Disney, it's That's all smart. lines. That's good for her so to it's, pra- to, yeah. it's pragmatic. It's just pragmatic. Yeah, totally. Number two, complete choice of ride selection. As I said, older brother. So when I would go with my family, we would be completely at the behest of the younger kids. Sure. So much they would be like, like this episode. Much like this episode. They would be like, oh, I want to go on Dumbo. Oh, I want to go on Dumbo again. I'd be like, Dumbo right. is just going around in a circle. <laughs> this is the most boring thing of all this time. You go like, yeah, yeah. You go up and down and you go in a circle and they would literally want to ride it more than once. And the line for Dumbo... First of all, you like there is that ride exists every carnival that you could possibly yeah. go to. Like this one is shaped like an elephant. Amazing. <laughs> so I never got to go on like Space Mountain or yeah. or like the fun ones that I wanted to go on. So this is kind of sad and pathetic, but that's my number two wish is that I could for once choose the rides so that we get to go have, on. You get to choose. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then the third, which is kind of funny is a star in one of those interactive ride shows. Ooh. Do you remember like, um, like, yes, I know. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Everyone does. If you've like, remember Disney, like, um, like, like, um, Indiana Jones had it and a few other ones would have it. Where they, right. Where they would like pull someone out of the audience and you'd be like, you're like Indiana Jones apprentice or whatever stupid thing that you yes. would like interactive do. And I was just like thinking like, wow, this person like gets to be in front of all these people. <laughs> That's interesting yeah. that you choose that. That would be my, my worst nightmare to be. <laughs> oh, I would have wanted that. But you have like, to remember like I'm an attention driven kid at this right, point because yeah. I'm one of four. So I like just was like screaming for it. Please, like, I want, please, all these adoring me. fans. We didn't realize like how small potatoes that was. Yeah. Like back then we were like, yeah. whoa, oh, that yeah. kid got to be in an interactive Disney show. I'm He's really thinking this very hard as an oldest child as well. I'm like, just that stupid middle bitch get her out of here like, yeah <laughs> that becky relating bitch like yeah. oh, sorry i love you hillary <laughs> wait so see what's your childhood one? uh so if i was a kid I, the no lines obviously yeah and then so i was thinking free food and beverage that is for smart. me and my friends and family so like constantly yeah and then uh like a fancy hotel suite with whatever you want. Even like as a kid? Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. yeah. As a kid, I like I like luxury as a kid. I like a nice bed as a kid. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's a little more, more interesting as an adult. I would... If I could just skip to that. Do it. Um, to voice a Disney animated movie, like to star in my own Disney animated movie Ooh. as the voice of some character that they create for me. Um, and, and then you wouldn't have to be like, yeah. your face would, you know, like you could do yeah, it. Yeah, so you could still like. Being like in a, 
in the interactive. Yeah. yeah. And I know that's a little like, I don't know if they could really do that if you had that wish, but. It's Disney. They could do Disney. a lot. Disney yeah. magic. Yeah. 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 These, are <laughs> These are wishes. These are wishes. Yeah. Um, I would still do the unlimited food and drink. as Right. Including yeah. alcohol now. And then having people run errands for me all day. Would be the other thing as an adult. So what would you? What kind of errands would you get? And besides food, laundry mostly. <laughs> no, yeah, like I don't know, just like get stuff that I wanted, or like hair and makeup type oh, stuff, okay. or just like. So Disney has that know. for Disney princess, princess for a day. They have that where you can like yeah. get your hair and makeup done. Basically anything oh where I, like I don't have to interact with people <laughs> and I can so hire sick. people to do that on my behalf. <laughs> now I want. Now I want to go there. I didn't know you could get all this. But Dave, you had a really weird one for a, as an adult. Yeah, I have my list is out there. No, it's not that out there. But so my number one is uh, Disney has to provide for me to have lunch with Tom Hanks, but Tom Hanks has to pretend to be Woody the whole time. Oh my god! From Toy Story because that's a Pixar Disney movie. Yeah. So I was like, I was like, I can't just get right. Now. So like, I can't just randomly be like, you have to give me lunch with Tom Hanks. No, Tom Hanks has to pretend to be Woody the whole time, and maybe even has to dress in a giant Woody costume. And I don't think that's far off from. Tom Hanks is because Woody's a kind of like a nothing yeah. personality. He's yeah. just a nice guy. He Maybe a little it. narcissistic. If he was a little available, yeah. do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Number two. <laughs> Number next. <laughs> Number next. I also, I think it's funny, like, it says wishes, but I wrote, I demand Disney stop remaking their old movies. That would be number two. You know, that you are not true. allowed to remake. No live action your, remakes. No live action remakes. You you put it out that you can do new ideas. Crazy, I know. New oh, ideas. Yeah. And then my third one wait, was. Wait, wait, wait. But yeah. you said, unless it's Aristocats? Unless it's Aristocats. You, you can remake Aristocats, but nothing else. That's true. Thank you. Live action or. Why Aristocats? Yeah. Why? Because I like Aristocats. <laughs> it's a great soundtrack. Yeah. yeah no, Everybody wants to be a cat. Would it be live action? Like, how would it? Yeah, it could be live action. I'm open to live action. Any... You yeah. really feel like the original Aristocats would need to be remade as an animated? No, it was more just a joke that I was okay, like, I, I'll I, allow I'm for like, one. It was great as it is. No, it's true. If you want to do live action, that's fine. No, Disney, but... I demand that Disney stop remaking their old that's movies. That's a fair point. And uh, my third one, a la Sue, is I would like my own cartoon. But you said of your own life. Of my own life. Yeah, yeah a cartoon Ooh, after like the... Like a feature film. Like a feature film. Like a feature film. Damn! The Dave Firestone cartoon movie. Just like Joey got his own cartoon in this episode for a hot minute. That's right. No, I want to... I'm, I'm selfish. Like Give this. me at least 90 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Or 86. 86 is the 86. Yeah. Did you yeah. guys think about wishes? I didn't. No. I didn't think about so it. I didn't, like, yeah, I didn't, I can't you conceptualize. You were, yeah, you posed like, the question. I couldn't imagine a world in where I go to Disney World because like, I didn't think I can't imagine. I'm not so there now. I know, but even though it sucks, I'm like, I want to take you I think, like, no that. lines as a kid and an adult. Free food. Yeah. Kid and an adult. Because I was a fat kid. I want them mm-hmm. to pay all their Orlando workers $15 Ooh, Ooh, an hour. Ooh. That's a good and one. And I want them to, like, let everybody unionize that's trying to unionize. I that's feel what like, I want. I feel like you would have solidarity. had as a child. I think, <laughs> <laughs> I think my wish, my third wish would be to not have to walk. Like, people would carry me everywhere. Ooh. Oh, my God. Yeah, I have, like, a little, like, when I was a little, like, litter. Or a man. litter. Litter, maybe? yeah. Yeah. Or a golf cart. No, like, have people carrying me. Yeah, it got to be a litter, yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so then we're in Joey's scene where he's like walking through the animators. Uh, Mark, it's great to see you. <laughs> hi. Oh, hey. Hi, Mickey. <laughs> I 
everybody here so happy. Oh, for a cartoon freak like me, this place is heaven. Would you like something to drink? Yeah, sure. How about uh, how about one of those big cartoon milkshakes, you know, with the mountain of whipped cream served by four little mouse butlers? <laughs> Coffee? Coffee's fine, sure. <laughs> Hey, not bad. Who said that? Uh, down here, big guy. Wow. You're me. I'm you. <laughs> You're a cartoon. I'm a cartoon. Hey, didn't you forget something? You know, like uh, the rest of me. Oh, sorry. <laughs> How's that? You knew what this, right? <laughs> Great. Oh, you know, I always wanted to be a cartoon. Hey, um, when you get hit on the head, do you see little birdies? Uh... <laughs> and when someone drops an anvil on you, do you crunch up like an accordion, then pop back out? <laughs> <laughs> That's kid stuff. Watch this. So I have a question for you, yeah. Melita, as the resident Full House expert. Are there other scenes in Full House that break the fourth wall the way this scene does? <gasps> or like break with reality? Because in, in this, this scene, all of a sudden, we see that there's like, this is very clearly a TV show, and there's a cartoon happening, and it's moving, and it's it cannot possibly be reality. And I was thinking, not that I've, you know, I'm a huge expert, but I've watched enough Full House to be like, I don't think I've ever seen a moment where they broke the fourth wall in that kind of way before. No. I mean, the only thing even relatively close to that, but it isn't, is when Michelle had two of her talking to her. Like, there, she had, like, a bad Michelle and a good Michelle talking mm -hmm. to her, but that's, like, the only, like, weird supernatural thing that ever happened in the show. But this no, tied, no yeah. it's never happened. This ties into our they never left the house, this is not real. Yeah, we'll come back to that. That's part of our evidence. <laughs> but yeah, the only... Yeah. Yeah. The only note about, I have about um, this scene is that, like, it's, like, all very beige, and it looks like a, a scene from, like, reading Rainbow or Mr. Rogers where he, they go like travel to see, see what's yeah. for a day like how to make a crayon for a day like it's just like <laughs> it's not an actor boring and quiet. he was a Disney animator like yeah. he had no press yeah he was like he was like the most charismatic maybe he pulled something out he pulled, they pulled straws and like, okay, you a have contest to do it. yeah like yeah. an employee contest but I will say if you have the opportunity freeze frame on the um, on the little cubicle that he's working in and there's cool animation all around the walls and one of the Ooh. animations is the animator who Joey's friends with it's a like cartoon version of him that's like hanging on the wall. It's pretty okay. cool. Ooh. It's worth a free spring. And Aladdin. Like and Aladdin. Yeah, there's more. There's a lot of subversive Aladdin stuff in this. Not even just like the constant repeat of Aladdin, but even like in the cartoonist's walls, there's Aladdin. Maybe they're trying to sell what? the VHS of What Aladdin year did Aladdin one? come out? 90, um, 92, I think. And this is 94? 93. 93. Yeah. So it's the perfect yeah. time to push that VHS. Yeah. Oh my Hit god. It came out. Okay. Getting distracted. Alright. Um, <laughs> and now this is the Aladdin podcast. Also, no, I, I wanted to like, what do you think, what kind of drugs was Joey on to make, to like see this whole thing? Is it your theory or like what? I just like was thinking, Joey's on some kind of drugs where like he is like in his own. He did world. mushrooms. Yeah, I think he did shrooms for this trip. To get through it. I all mean, those kids. Yeah. I mean, that might do that to you. A little unprofessional that he's doing that right before a work thing, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, like. <laughs> 
let me say he, got, this. he was nervous. He was nervous to me this time. Let me say this. He works better on as someone who's yeah. never taken mushrooms before. But <laughs> Disney would probably be the biggest hell you could ever yeah. go to on mushrooms. Ooh, yeah. No experience no. over here or anything. But I'm just saying <laughs> that Disney would be. Like, I would imagine straight hell on mushrooms. But that's, like, yeah. you thinking logically. Joey's not a logical person. True. And maybe Joey's one of the... Like, there are definitely people... Everyone had that friend in high school who's like, yeah, smoke salvia and I'll watch you. Yeah. Maybe he's, like, one of those sick people who, like, gets <laughs> off on, like, the like, the terrible time. Like, he's like, this is a terrible time, so I'm having a great yeah. time. <laughs> I think that is Joey. That's, that tracks for Joey. Yeah. That tracks. Like, God. <laughs> All right, so then we cut to the German town where Vicky's looking very Disney princesses. Where it's like a she's bird, a bird that's not native to Florida at all. That bird got loose. I so love you for looking that, that up. Too. I love you. That bird is not. <laughs> and you're back to now. This is an ornithology podcast. Thank you. <laughs> a bird got loose, it. and Vicky lured it to her with her purse of sunflower seeds. Poison sunflower seeds. <laughs> the population control. <laughs> yeah, and then Danny tries to propose. Like, he didn't plan it. No ring still at this point. He has no ring. Just wants to propose. Yeah. And then a band interrupts him. This is, and I've been to Disney many times, as I said. Like, yes, there are weird bands, but you go to a theater to see the weird bands. They don't, like, walk up to one couple on the street like that. I wouldn't know that. Like, all of a sudden, that's a lot of attention for a whole oompa band ensemble to give two people. Maybe Maybe they knew they they shouldn't happen and they wanted to stop it. Well, this... mm, (gasps) They're agents of the house. Whoa. They're outsiders. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. They did, yeah, they knew because they knew Vicky wasn't the one. They, the house were trying to get Vicky out the entire time, by the way. Oh. They don't want Vicky, so maybe the house is like, no, don't I do it. Vicky. So my question was like, do you have any proposal stories? That's, that's this proposal. Mm-hmm. This Disney World proposal makes sense to you guys. Oh, absolutely not. We no? So no. when we got engaged, we did it in like a very, very private way. Like it, there, we went to a place that was public. We got engaged at the Brooklyn Botanical Garden. Ooh! Oh! Yeah, oh! beautiful oh! place. It was really Love lovely. Um, but Where? I knew... Can I just... Yeah, well... Please give me... Yeah, so... Um, like go over there and like look, take a picture right now. <laughs> <laughs> so we... Uh, Make a plaque. I knew that I wanted... <laughs> <laughs> graffiti. They yeah. just call that graffiti where I come from when you just build your own plaque somewhere. I knew I wanted to do it there and I knew I wanted to do it somewhere private. And uh, if you've ever been to Brooklyn Botanical Garden, it's beautiful, but it's not exactly private. No. So um, we like, there's this rock garden and we kind of went into like this winding rock garden path. And mm-hmm. then when I looked around and there was no one else around, smart. I, uh, I proposed. I told Dave not to tell this part, but I feel like it's the only interesting part of the story that he spent over an hour trying to get me to look cute like dress up <laughs> but it was so loud. I, I mean I, <laughs> it was like a hundred degrees out oh. and I was not putting doing my hair and makeup and wearing anything cute and and I did not get why that mattered that day it doesn't how did matter you even, how, how would you like say oh you look terrible I would no I wasn't no. gonna tell this story because Sue didn't want me to but yeah, she did but so. I feel like it's a boring story otherwise but it's so he, no, it's, he's like, I, I love this dress. Why wouldn't you wear this dress? <laughs> and I kept being like, you know, I feel like dressing up today. I don't know why, but it's beautiful out. I'm going to dress cool. up. Maybe you might want to dress up. Were you wearing like, a sweater? I did not. No, I was wearing like a polo shirt, but she was, yeah, she was, she was like, no, like, I don't want to dress up. It's hot out. I'm gonna, <laughs> and I was like, oh, but it's like, you know, but you never know. Like, it's such a nice day. You never know what. Yeah, I couldn't like. Right. Right. Yeah, I just like couldn't sell if her on If you might be there, you know, <laughs> 
but that didn't stop me. I wasn't like postponing because the outfit. I mean, wasn't. you were trying to like have the optimal situation. Right. I was trying to yeah. Danny Tanner it. I was like, oh it didn't God. fit on my clipboard. My clipboard said you were gonna be <laughs> dressed in X Y Z. But like Danny Tanner, I learned from my previous mistakes and I tossed the clipboard and I still oh. asked to marry me and the rest is history because we're still married. It works. Oh. Yay! Yeah, it works. This is the clipboard. And I do it. have a story that my dad actually told me when I, I told him about this podcast and asked him if he had any proposal stories because he's had two proposals, one with my mom and one with my stepmother. Mm-hmm. Um, he cannot remember any of the proposal stories, but he did remember a first <laughs> kiss story, which is kind of hilarious. He did remember a first kiss story Danny Tanner, um, in which he was in what are those things called pedicabs when they're biking around Uh, in the pouring rain? It was a first kiss moment, and he leaned over to kiss my stepmother, and the guy. Uh, riding the bike, stuck his head under to tell him how much the fare was, and he kissed the guy. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh. That's so sick, Tommy. Like, yeah, it is pretty sick, Tommy. Like, fit into this yes. episode perfectly. Hey, <laughs> 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 like, Patsy, you know, does anyone need water or anything? Um, I'm good. Okay. All right. So then we have an interstitial. Where Michelle is in, like trying to get Michelle's been riding the carousel for apparently ten times, Oof. over and over again. It made me dizzy. It's like the most boring. The most boring possible. <laughs> Michelle's a boring person, I but she's very aggressive about it. Carousel, you know, but still, it's not that one's not a historical. I just feel like I have to defend carousels. There's like a staunch community of people out there who like feel strongly about historical carousels and like the of art history of them. <laughs> <laughs> They intersect with the Never community. It's <laughs> okay, but no, like there's real artistry in a carousel, but not ten times. Like, but but as a kid riding it from in Disney World, yeah. ten times. They're not in a there world. to be like this is a German carousel artist that was like really active in New York and Philadelphia in the 1800s. Like that's not or a like thing. Brooklyn Bridge Park, which is like like here's a carousel <laughs> that's like in an incredibly beautiful location. Yeah. Like, this is like yeah. a carousel in Orlando, guys. Yeah, <laughs> like. Yeah, America's um, droopy deck of Florida. So Michelle, we have a moment where, where Stephanie wants to go on Splash Mountain, which is a great idea, and Michelle wants to ride um, the carousel again. And then we, we go back to Becky in Toontown with the with the twins, and she's upset because she can't see Jesse. And like I was saying, like I don't know what they expected for a honeymoon with the entire family while he's on a work trip, but yeah. she's like look asking for a lot. Oh, that's that's a work too. trip. It's the too. first day of the vacation, and she's like, I don't know. I was upset by that. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, you, so you're you think Becky is asking a lot? Yeah, I you're think team Becky. Aren't I'm, you? I'm hashtag Team Becky. Really? Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> like if you are bringing your spouse on a work trip, it, it's now incumbent on you to make time for your spouse. He could have just Hard. went by himself. He could have done this like a, like like what you should do on a business trip. But if you're bringing your partner, it is now on you to make time for. Your Maybe because I'm too close to it, and I'm. T- but I don't <laughs> expect a lot from um, Jesse. Like he's not a good like planner, or like he's not a very thoughtful person. He's and I feel like husband. Becky should know that. Yeah, I feel like Becky should Ooh. know that. Like not to expect that much thought from him. And this is the subtle uh, expectations lowered for Jesse <laughs> that. Ooh. In general, when he will sing a song about it. Yeah, right. I feel like, no, I have a high, as a husband, I have a high standard. I'm like, no, if you are inviting your wife on a trip, you need to make time for her. Like, that is your your marriage far more important than your work. Then the I'm triggered by that statement. Maybe I'll get that. I'll get that where I expect more, but I don't. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, and then but now we're like it's a movie very quickly but now we're in the restaurant with Vicky and Danny um, and they're like in front of the the aquatic like, like tank aquarium tank aquarium tank thing sea world yeah and then Be- Danny tries to propose again and he gets interrupted by um, Danny no Joey and Jesse. <sighs> Yeah. And they're just like hanging out, going to do a radio show, Rogue, I guess, with no one, no other crew people there to do the radio show. They're just like going rogue and doing an entire radio show underwater, unplanned, assumably unskilled. I don't know the tech specs for this. It's <laughs> very like questionable. Yeah, no, I feel like Melita, don't let anyone drink water around your equipment, let alone shoot a whole scene underwater, or not shoot in this case, podcast. Yeah, a whole podcast yeah. underwater. We can try. Oh, that'd be a great like special episode where we just like podcast from Disney World. Like, we recap this episode from Disney World underwater. Oh my God, in that little Ooh. pod. In the little pod. The often the same one. It has. But been how do you get updated? Exactly. You get in that oh, the pod. <laughs> we have so many questions about the physics of this. Like how right, they we're not there yet. Okay. We can get into the, yes. the physics. They're not in the pod yet. Um, <laughs> all right. So then we're back at the carousel again, and then DJ. This is where DJ C Steve again as Prince Charming. <sighs> yeah, because he's really that dreamy. So then, that's at this point, that's when I wrote down the note that I feel like at this point I realized DJ's just horny and she's horned up. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's what happens when you're 17 at Disney World. You're true. horned up. That's true. I mean, it's know. also like the subconscious context of Disney is like we're all here, we're all on vacation. I know. It's like we won't be here for long. It's like, <laughs> you know? like everything's yeah. magical. Right. That and was all these buff hero dudes. The like, pre-Tinder Tinder. Like <laughs> we don't yeah. have to see each other. Maybe she watched Aladdin. It's like, oh my god, Aladdin sounds a lot like Steve. Like I love him. <laughs> Exactly. That's I just thought oh, that true. was such a fun note. Oh, I loved it. Tinder yeah. at Disney World would be really strange. <gasps> Ooh, oh, that'd be so dark. <laughs> that'd be so. No, I hate Tinder now. Like, let alone in Disney. I was like, I just yeah, like you see dark stuff now, like in New York. But like, imagine the darkness of like, oh, maybe like married people, or, like older. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's like, totally married dudes. Characters on their breaks, like swiping. Yeah, oh, I'm definitely. sure they were. I'm sure they are. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah, there's probably two people in one of those things at all times yeah. and you just don't know it. They're messing around in yeah. there. <laughs> if you want to go fucking marry a dude, though, I guess that's where to do it. <laughs> but the, what, at what cost, though? <laughs> no, you don't do it there because then you know you have ki- he has kids, so it's even worse. Oh. <laughs> Unless you're that kind of sick person where you get off Where you like that. Ooh. 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 It's got yeah. dark. Yeah, yeah, that's it. This whole podcast is dark. <laughs> um, yeah, and then they... Um, yeah, they have a little fight again with Michelle wants to ride a carousel again, and then they break off to talk about like how much of a rat she's being. Can we talk about how they talk about her? Like they, they like they oh, let's huddle feet away. Yeah, three feet away yeah. and let's talk at full volume. Yeah, well, like oh, she's terrible. We hate her. She's yeah. a brat. So mean. It's so mean. To so I'm her. like, oh, I'm team Michelle because I have a, like I asked you guys a question about like a sibling ever gone missing or ever got lost. Like because I've gone missing a couple times as the youngest. Like I like I pieced out a lot when they got, when I got really. Frustrated and people came looking for you. Yeah. Oh, you loved that, didn't I loved you? It. I no, I didn't. Pl- no, I, I was like, I was just unaware of the, like, the world <laughs> like around just me. Peace or like pack a bag and run away. I did that. I got packed a bag and I like, walked to the end of the street. And like, mom was like, fine, go. I don't care. Cause you know, I was going anywhere. There's no public transit. You yeah, can't. Yeah. I was in, I was in the country in Alabama. So I can, you're yeah. like, we, yeah. everyone knows us. Like, yeah. you're gonna get like. 10 feet away. You know, I did pack a bag one time too, but I didn't I packed a bag. I packed a bag. I suburban Connecticut. I couldn't get anywhere. And another time, like, we were getting ready for school and everyone was taking a long time. I was like, really excited to go to school that day. So I just, like, left and started walking to school. I was like five and really tiny. Whoa. I walked, like, through the streets of Alabama by myself. Really? And oh, apparently, Michelle. I got to school, like, no, like, nothing happened. But then, like, within, like, 30 minutes after school started, 
a police officer came to school and like they like took me aside and talked to me like oh like why did you leave why are you walking alone like what happened at home like, <laughs> like, like why why, oh. why were you walking alone this morning I was like I don't know like I was like I was like, didn't want to wait and then like I didn't and I, as I know I realized like, oh they were like concerned that I was like running away like I didn't have like a mom who didn't care about me <laughs> you think that would have happened if you were white. I mean, it's like if we had like a, it's an all black school though. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm like so ready to be mad at cops. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's like it's a black, as, cop, as as black school. Oh, okay. we're all okay. We're all black. <laughs> I will um, say this. I, uh, so I got lost at, I did get lost at an amusement park, uh, when I was a kid. I had this, uh, I won't mention any names, but I had this, my parents' best friend was like notoriously absent minded and would like forget to pick us up at Hebrew school constantly. <laughs> but this didn't, as I said, my parents were like, yeah, get out of the house in any way. So this didn't stop them from letting, her take us places so she took us to not disney world but um sesame place i don't know if you've ever oh my God, I just took their kids there and i want to go so bad i, like I do want to go there as an adult. i like really want to go to sesame place i'm trying to get invited to that trip <laughs> <laughs> so but like i have to say there was no there was no tea party at the end there was no happy ending no, to this no story Coddled get, you they like the no place. nobody coddled us they like made announcements over the loud like so security found us and brought us to the security office oh and then they were just like i won't say the name but i'll like give them a pseudo name of like let's say michelle why not right we're <laughs> this is the theme of the podcast and they were like michelle come to the security office to pick up your two missing children <laughs> michelle to the security office michelle michelle to the security i should say michelle's my mom's name this was not my mother this was yeah. someone else reiterate this was not my parents losing <laughs> and then like we would just like my brother Josh got lost on the Jersey Shore at uh and uh, Wildwood Crest. He and he was lost for like a good hour, no joke. Oh my god. And but maybe not an hour. I was really young, so I don't remember how long he was lost, but another couple from the same town that we grew up in Westfield was like further down the beach and they were like that was jo- that's Josh Firestone where are the rest of them <laughs> oh they like you know brought him in and brought him around and like they just found us but it you know what it wasn't like a, a big deal to lose your kid in the 90s I feel no, like no no yeah. yeah, never my mom never mentioned me like walking off and having the cops come after me like she, no, we never talked about it because it wasn't a big deal right they were just like eh, yeah that happens you've never gotten drunk and lost your kid <laughs> <laughs> oh my god you Wait, at Sesame Place, question. Yeah. Were there, so you and another child got lost. Correct. From Michelle. Were yeah. there other children with Michelle, or she just completely lost all the children that were with her? Ooh. Ooh. You know what? I don't remember. I can't. Because I can see losing, okay, if you've got like five kids, I could see two peeling off. But if you're only watching two kids, <laughs> how do you lose those like two No, I think it kids? was just, I think it was just us. <laughs> I will say this also to, for an added level of like hilarity that uh, Michelle in this case is definitely a professional psychologist, like oh my God. a person that you would ne- expect to be responsible. That's why you maybe have not, a therapist maybe not. Oh, because you like so. want to figure your shit out. Right. Yeah, that's why you go into it. <laughs> maybe you're better at helping other people, not necessarily yourself. Now everyone who knows me knows Speaking exactly of, yeah. who I'm talking about. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Michelle. All right, so Michelle's missing. That's how the first episode ends. Michelle's missing. Yeah. Cliffhanger. Yeah. That is a cliffhanger. You think that's fair to do to people? Toy with their heartstrings <laughs> like that and make them wait a week? That's I know. It was a big deal. million people watched That's why, like, I thought, like, in my head, like, Michelle being missing was, like, a three-day saga, but, like, actually, it was, like, an afternoon she was missing. <laughs> right. Um, it doesn't seem like it's too long. You probably know. not even an hour. This brings minutes. us to another point. So. Let's pause. I'm gonna, like, okay. I might set this episode up. Part two, we're gonna, like, go into cool. the theories right, after the she's missing. Room. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.